fuck off. Yep. He understand English. <laughs> he understands fuck off. Yep. He does. That's a command to seem to sit down. Or come here. You. It's crazy what dolls can understand. He understand my Spanish too. You, you. I speak to him in Spanish. You talk to him in Spanish? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I speak to him in German just because I can. In German? And he still know what I'm saying. Isn't that like an inherent thing where dogs can just learn German? Or oh, yeah. German's it? one of the best because it's like nothing sounds like that. Yeah. Specifically German? Yeah. Yeah. Because nothing sounds like it. Think about it. Like what sound? It sounds a little bit like Arabic. It do. Nobody's ever made fun of the Germans, so I could get this off a little bit. Like make him, you know how like if I were to go like ching chong chains, we'd be like, no, don't yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, don't do that. See, you but see, I but I, I could go. It's because of Hitler. That's why. Yeah, that's I, right, but so I they're like, know, fuck it, make fun of them all they want. I don't know if any Germans are listening, so I don't want to disrespect them. But hello, good people. My name is 4KJ. This is the For the Stress Podcast. How are you, good folks, doing? I am joined always by the good brother Frankie Metals, aka El Capitan, aka El Cap. A.K.A. The Left, A.K.A. The Backwood Ninja. How are you, beloved? The Good Brother's good. I'm glad to hear it. We got a nice new setup. Frankie done changed our usual recording. It's, a whole, it's more than a whole new setup. It's a whole new wave out here now. Yeah, we got the we got the camera over there, um, so we can get some more video clips. Cause I'm tired of y'all harassing me. Don't about, get comfy. Yeah, get comfy. Don't don't get, comfy. don't get too comfy and fall asleep though. Would, I can't promise that, but there's no pillow back here, so you're good. All right, I don't want you to get if too I, comfy. That's the in. thing. If my head is, my head is yeah, like I a baby. Yeah, I don't want you to. If get, I got the baby neck. Yeah, I don't want you to get the I'm baby out. neck and then start snoring and shit. Then that'll make for a horrible episode, and nobody needs that. All right, but yeah, Frankie got a we got a good setup in here. We got a good setup. This shit is um nice and nice and comfortable. I mean, the other way was comfortable too, but this it was always more. comfortable. But now it's extra. It's more comfortable for me. That's what it is. And why is it more comfortable for you? Well, because I'm far away from the computer. I mean, like, I could see it and do the, the mundane task of taking care of it. Uh-huh. But I don't got to. It's not a worry. Like, uh, you know, before I'm always looking at levels. I'm moving around. Uh, trying to keep it. Now I'm just like, I'm you. I'm like you. I feel like you. You chilling now. Now you can actually. I just don't got my feet out. Nah, well, you know, that's sock drip, man. I gotta let the people know, you know what I'm saying? Sock drip's always in the building and shit like that there. Yeah. Uh, church announcements. <laughs> follow the show on everything, Instagram, for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow A Celestial Goddess on IG for your holistic healing. I got one on, but mine don't shake like that. I don't See? Follow at Ivy's Tico on IG for your herbal needs. Follow Embrace Naturally on IG for your hair care needs. Follow the Dojo JC on IG. I got it right. I got it right. Mm-hmm. The Dojo, the Dojo JC on IG for your recording needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a motherfucking friend, and all that good shit like that there. Now, how was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. That shit was whack as fuck. I mean, the whole vibe was just off due to COVID. Like, it it, it just, it, was the, it wasn't the same. I was going to say it was the same, but it wasn't the same. And then, like, I felt bad because personally, you know, my, this is one of my grandmother's favorite holidays. 
and you know she had COVID earlier this year and she just wasn't beat to come out which i completely understand because it's like you don't want to put yourself at risk even though she tested negative she good that's a big ass blunt you got nigga you pack that motherfucker bats that is that's, bats. A, that's a louisville slugger i don't want to mm-hmm. i don't want to smoke let me can i just hold it oh, real quick hold up god damn this is a motherfucking it's a steaming pile of bud god damn bro i can roll the whole See, you almost rolled yourself. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You know, burn myself on the incense. All that. Your incense is no joke yeah. to get burned by, by the way. Oh, yeah. I had to That's own. like not something. See, in the kitchen, you might get a little fritz, you know, a little splat. Yeah, a little sizzle. That ain't nothing. But the incense stick hitting you, that's yeah, dry but, heat. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> anyway, um, so it, it really wasn't... Um, I think we just just cancel holidays, man. I know. I, I think we said that last episode, or I said that last episode, but we just need to just cancel that shit for real. Cause like, I don't um, I don't see the purpose right now. Cause it's how like about you, we build the house uh, inside outside? outside. <laughs> how about we do that? We build the inside yeah, outside. I, I did not think of that, but that might be the next. Oh shit! I dropped my phone. See, look, this new setup got me all over the goddamn place. I'm It'll not, get better. I'm not um really used to all of this shit yet. Ah, I'm good. I'm good. But yeah, I'm um I'm thinking we just need to wrap this, sh- pack this shit up, and let's try again next year for mm-hmm. real, for real. Just pack this shit up, man. Cause it's not um it's not conducive to a big family like mine's. Cause it's a lot of it's a lot of us. And we deep, deep as fuck. Yeah. And um, just having the social distance, making sure everyone is safe. You damn near gotta have a, a fucking thermostat around or a thermometer or whatever that shit is called. Y'all know what I'm talking about. To make sure that, you know, everybody's temperature is right. But yeah, it was all right. The food was always good. Shout out to my family. But it was just. It I was... went to the bar today real quick to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. The lady said, oh, we got to take your temperature. So We're going to put this thing on your head. Take your temperature. They're taking temperatures at the bar now? Yeah, yeah. They they do it at a... They, it's kind of mandatory in certain places, like the casino, for example. Okay. People show up in there, they take the temperature. It's like, that's cool. If you got a high, then you can't come in. Uh, That's like, a good way of deflecting. Like anything, know. like what, over 98 or some yeah, shit? Yeah, you know, the, the normal fever, right. feverish... Uh, yeah, if you're real hot, basically, that just be like, you should just go straight to a doctor. You don't need to be in the casino. But why would you eat? But you would feel that, though. So why would you go to a bar if you feel hot? You know what? That's a dumb question. Let me. You, know, right. you know, it's you it's right. a smart question, which is what make it kind of dumb because it's like, you know, people don't think that way. But she put that shit to my head. She said, uh oh. And I said, oh, fuck you mean. <laughs> fuck you mean. Uh oh. Don't tell me you don't tell me you got a temperature because we would shut this bitch down right there. She fuck took now. my temperature six times. It came out six different times. It came out different oh, six her shit, different times. Oh, her shit was on the fritz. I was like, yo shit got COVID. Your yeah. shit fucked up. My shit's on the fritz. Oh nah. See? Trying to uh oh me at the door. We use a Harry's daughter. How you know? <laughs> <laughs> Harry's daughter, get your goddamn uh, Get your machines working. Get your machines right. working, man. You out here putting false accusations. Oh, uh, uh, hi bitches at Reed. <laughs> Nah, I'm gonna take that out. I'm <laughs> sorry, mom. Leave it in there. Fuck it. Leave it in there. Um, <laughs> uh, shit. But yeah, 
pack holidays up man pack this shit up we could try this shit i'm thinking 2022 at this point because even now it's like i thought saw something i ain't really read it because i've been trying to like wean myself over covid news because i've been so deep into that <laughs> shit you needed a detox i needed a detox from from, news i needed a detox from covid news because it's like nothing i'm seeing what are the it's symptoms just, fucking peace of mind and yo tranquility no the symptoms of reading too much covid news is fucking the shakes <laughs> and anxiety and well. goddamn thinking you got COVID every time you fucking sneeze or you got a, a, a booger in your nose. Like you you got <laughs> you'd be thinking like, oh shit, this is it. Like I heard my I heard my daughter call and I'm looking at her like what the fuck you got? <laughs> So this shit is like we we, we need What's wrong to, with you? Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we need to like if if you're like me out there, if you're listening, you're like me who is a news junkie who abuses themselves with ingesting too much news, like Take take some time off. Takes please take some time off just for your mental health. Go talk to your family. Stand on your porch. Get some sunlight. Cause don't yeah, be- do yourself a favor. Stop watching the news and go watch George Carlin. Nah, cause George Carlin he'll make you even he he'll make you just as upset as the news. Cause he be saying some real shit and then you'll be the even thing, more yeah. pissed off. But everything he says is about how you complicate your own life from listening to what they're telling you on the news and he's he was right then he's been right for a long fucking time he's been he's been extremely correct for a long time and i've noticed like he said something he's i think something similar to that where he was just like you know if you watch too much of it you're allowing them to control you which i completely understand and this is like my struggle now is wanting to be informed but not wanting to lean too much into the, I guess, paranoia side of, you know, news watching. Like, not watching the news to the point where I'm just like, yo, everything is bad. I can't deal with this shit. I need to get a fucking uh, a shelter for my family. I don't want to come outside. Because watching the news in this day and age, mm-hmm. it'll make you feel that way. And uh, it was a story. We'll get to that, but it's a story that was that we'll get into a little bit. But it, it it just it just made me realize, like you know what, the fucking news is a lot, a whole fucking lot. And I just implore you, if you're like me, find something else to do with your time. Like I I, I listened to a lot of music this week. I I watched a lot of battle rap. I watched um. The Undoing on HBO. Check that shit out. That shit is fire. The Undoing. The Undoing on HBO. Okay. That shit is. I ain't fire. got HBO, but I'm gonna get it. Yeah, no, get that the shit. The show, the, not HBO. Whatever, nigga. Just get the shit. Get that. If you like murder mysteries, mm. who done it? Mm-hmm. Watch that shit, bro. Watch that shit. It's I wanna know who did it. I think to it, it's a who done it with um. Fuck, I can't think of any of these actors' names. God damn it. But the actors are dope. It's some British dude. You know him if you see him. I can't think of his name right now. Matter of fact, why am I guessing when Google is free? Hold the fuck on. Google is free as last I checked as long as you got Wi-Fi. Yeah, and we have Wi-Fi in here, so I don't know. It's with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. Mm, you know it's old. No, it's not old. The it's actors old. are old. But Yeah, the actors are old. Uh, okay. But what, it's good. What Nicole Kidman? 
we talking about because she's always looked young in the movies I've seen her in. Yeah, but I've never she, seen an old ass Nicole Kidman. She's like, good in this though. They're they're really good in this. Yeah. Like I was because it's a who done it. Like I was trying to figure out who done it, and I was wrong every single episode. Mm. Every single episode. So oh, so it's a different who done it. Yeah, every time it's like you may think so. It's what one they person. did is different. Every yeah, time. so you think it's one person because it's, it's all revolved around a murder. And you might think this person did it, mm. or they might lead you to believe this person did it, mm. and then something happened. Like fuck, they didn't do this shit. So now I'm back to the drawing board. But long story short, watch the Undoing on HBO. That is my um, recommendation for what to do to not watch the news. That is something to fucking take your mind off of the bullshit. But speaking of the bullshit, we got some bullshit um, right here in Jersey City. The Hudson County Freeholders approve an ice contract now if you don't know what ice is ice is the motherfuckers that have been putting kids in cages for the past what 10 months like they've been put the one that collect the immigrants yeah ice okay i think it's i think it's immigration yeah it's that yeah immigration control center or whatever this shit is called but ice hudson county freeholders approved the ice contract in hudson county for 10 years well we about to get a lot of free parking <laughs> these motherfuckers held the zoom meeting right to kind of vote to to hear from the public i'm using air quotes to vote on whether or not they should approve this bill the 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 hearing went on for like eight hours nobody was heard and the freeholders which just basically said well well bang gavel we're gonna approve this shit now mind you ice and hudson county have been you know detaining immigrants and keeping them in kearney which is the, the the jail out here and they've been keeping them in like just basically worse conditions than the actual prisoners and they've been doing this all across the country now a lot of people obviously were upset about this and they were asking you know when they did get the chance to speak they were asking like you know well what's the purpose of this why do we need to do this and this that, and the third and they kept saying, no, for the revenue, for the revenue. We need the money. Hudson County needs the money. Now, mind you, our budget in Hudson County is like $785 million, right? The ICE contract awards Hudson County $4 million annually, right? Hmm. Now, if you're decent at math, you could surmise that four times 10 is $40 million. Mm -hmm. That's not even a dent in the fucking budget. So why the fuck are we approving this shit when the revenue for it isn't really helping us do anything? Because the money is being put into cleaning up the society the way they think, you know, so that they could keep hauling out Jersey City for the lowest. That's, and then that's new what people, I'm thinking. And then, then they take pictures of everything and say, this is, this is how Jersey City's always been. And I, and I think, and that's kind of the, the conclusion I came to because looking at what the freeholders did this week and then looking at the conditions that the de detainees have been in, it's just like, y'all not going to improve anything. Like these motherfuckers are in there and currently dying. Motherfuckers is, are, are, are getting fed the equivalent of shit. Like it's, it's bad. It's bad. And I saw someone on there. Oh shit. You got a call nigga? We are recording, good brother. I couldn't think of everything. My nigga got a call on a goddamn podcast. But anyway, 
I be busy like that. I'm not gonna hold you, but you know, my bad. One more six. But um, yeah, like I don't um, I don't understand it. I mean, they say revenue, but like the revenue we do got don't go to where it needs to anyway. So what the fuck are y'all? What the fuck are y'all doing with the money? Mm. I don't know what they're doing with. Well, I do know what they're doing with the money. Yeah, they, and it's they not, tearing shit down and building shit up. And we ain't got, they have no vacancy for us. They're trying, like, they'll, out of the new buildings that they're building, they'll make, like, one affordable housing. And the rest is, like, luxury lofts and shit. But it's like, we still don't have enough money for education. Schools are still. Oh, no, yeah, that's complete shit. Because why? Because nobody who moves here fresh out from Nebraska Mm -hmm. sends their kid to the school that we send our kids to. That's why. So why the fuck would they invest when it's not part of the picture? I'm just saying all of this to say, I think the freeholder vote comes up in like two years or maybe a year. Don't quote me on that. I'm about to ask some of my political friends about that. But when it do comes up, just make sure y'all motherfuckers vote in Hudson County specifically. If you're in Hudson County and you're listening and you're eligible to vote, make sure y'all pay attention to when these freeholders vote comes up because... Yeah, these motherfuckers don't give a fuck. I mean, and I saw somebody said the Democrats in in Hudson County are the Republicans. Mm-hmm. And that makes the most sense in the world because if you're familiar or or if you're not familiar with Hudson County politics, I'll just explain. I'll just put it to you like this. The Democrats here are worse than the fucking Republicans. They are. That party shit don't really matter. They do whatever the fuck they want and don't give a fuck about how we feel about it. So... Do with that information what you will. You know, we, we we still have to stay on top of these motherfuckers. We still have to make noise. We still have to let them know that we are paying attention and that they will be voted out, you know, if they don't abide by the rules and the motherfucking things that we want. So shout out to Hudson County, I guess. Maybe. When? Who knows? Shout out to them when? Who knows? But... I mean, more regular, regular, the same shit. I mean, what else can you do? What else can you do in this? Survive. <sighs> trying to, bro. We are definitely trying to. Um, speaking of survive, surviving looking good while you do it. I mean, that's, that's the, the that's the goal. But speaking bare minimum. For but me. speaking of surviving, at this current moment, I don't know if it started yet, but Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson are about to go uh, engage in fisticuffs. And I will say, I hope Roy George Jr. makes this out alive. <laughs> we'll find by the time this comes out, y'all will know who won the fight or how it went. But I, I'm knock on, knock on wood. I want to make sure Roy Jones Jr. makes it home to his family, because for one, I, why would you agree to this? That's Mike fucking Tyson. I don't care how old he is. <laughs> right. I'm, I don't. I mean, I can't. I watch boxing. Yeah. You know. I also like entertainment. So even Michael Jackson, once he got up there age, his moves weren't. Nah, the spin wasn't was crisp. Like, the spin wasn't crisp anymore. His his ankles and shit. Yeah, they're the, trembling when he was the, doing. The leg it. kick wasn't. Nah, it man. wasn't there. It but wasn't with there. Mike Tyson, I can't tell. Like I'm looking and I'm like, damn, he's, damn. Fam, have you watched the, the videos of him training? That's what I'm saying. Damn too. 
Fam. I saw the videos because he all he got grazed like crazy. Fam, let me. I knew let, it was him let me, from let me, last week. Let me explain something to y'all. Mike Tyson is fifty-four years old. Roy Jones Jr. Roy, Roy Jones Jr. is fifty-one years old. I am terrified of Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, God forbid, could pass away this evening. Yeah. I hope not. I would be scared of his ghost. <laughs> yeah. I like I don't want no problems with Mike Tyson. They was putting up all the old clips of Mike Tyson where he was just barking on niggas and like <laughs> I remember they put I was watching one thing where he was arguing with some dude that was in the crowd and he told him like I'll fuck you and make you love me, bitch. Yep. I was just like, holy he shit. He used to talk crazy. There's a story about him in a club and it was the locks and Eve. Mm-hmm. And Mike Tyson was in the club with powder all over his face. That, that cocaina? Yeah. Okay. Smeared all over his face. Yeah, that sugar bugger. And he looked at Eve. He said, damn, Eve, I fucked the shit out of you. And and, and Jada and all of them looked at each other and said, you're going to have to wear that one, Eve. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Because what you going to say to Mike Tyson? You could say something. Are you going to say? Don't gonna put have, it out. I'm. This don't put it out you Say it to yourself You can say something But don't put it out This is absolutely true Please don't We're gonna put that on the shirt But don't Like right now Like Mike is a lot calmer Like I, I listen to his podcast You know he smokes weed He's a, he's a weed investor Or cannabis investor He got a farm and all that he's shit He's huge in the DMT Yeah like he He be chilling He takes psychedelics Like he's much calmer But that That Beast is still there And my And my logic looking at this like Roy beloved why would you do this you Man, know what's nice though he's if nice. anybody if anybody it would probably be Roy but that's Mike Tyson my nigga yep More no matter to you no matter what happens mm-hmm. when he steps in that ring something's gonna click yeah and he's gonna knock your fucking head off maybe Maybe. Why would you do this to yourself? You're not twenty something no more, right? Hold, I'm listening. We're speaking. I don't. We don't know what's going to happen because we're recording this while this is happening. So maybe Roy gets the best of him. Who oh, knows? Yeah, right. Wipes the floor with him. Whatever the fuck the announcer would say. That that would be a complete surprise. But at the end of the day, that's Mike fucking Tyson. That's Iron Mike, bro. Yeah. You know how I knew that Mike was a fucking problem. Shit is crazy. He had a he had a fight with this Jamaican dude. His name was Redding. You gotta look up this fight and look up Redding. He's just boxer from Jamaica. This mm-hmm. dude was big as hell. Mm-hmm. He was knocking people out so bad. It's amazing they made it out alive, right? Mm-hmm. Mike came in talking that shit. Of course he did. He said if you if you don't die, it don't count. That ass is what he said. If he don't die, it doesn't count. Do you understand the mentality that someone has to have to say the shit that Mike said, yo? And he and he is like if you listen to Mike's recent interviews with like in the past year or two, he's very aware of how wild he was. Like he would say, like, you know, I was an animal. Like I was a like I was every he talk time about I, himself in the third. Like yeah. he was like yeah he was like you know I would get in that ring and my goal was to kill you mm. like literally not knock you down and yeah, win the no, fight. No. My goal is to kill you so you don't make it home. Yeah, 
that's a different mentality. Like, yeah, he's different. And he's I don't. Different. And I his don't. His life was different. His life was very different. And I don't know if you ever lose that, even at fifty-four years old. I don't think you lose that type of like. Same could be said about Roy Jones. But Roy wasn't like. He wasn't that though. Mm. Roy was phenomenal in his prime. But we also, you know, it's about weight class and time. That's one of the things that's very important in boxing. Mm-hmm. Weight class make a world of difference. Like, back in my father's time, when I was around my dad, he used to watch boxing matches, and they were all heavyweights. Everybody was a heavyweight. That's all right. the big fights were about heavyweights. So now, no more heavyweights like that. Right. This, this may be... Featherweights, you know, Mayweather lightweights yeah. right these it's are like the primary champions that yeah. are like popular pacquiao yeah pacquiao I, th- I think pacquiao's a featherweight if i'm not mistaken. see it's like all that range though so what happens is that these big ass people ain't in the ring no more so knocking out is not something that you see anymore it um, take a lot of weight to knock somebody out my man who's a heavyweight still be knocking niggas out what's my man name fuck what's his name but to this a, day but he's a heavyweight but that's what i'm saying He's yeah, Deontay Deontay Wilder, Wilder. Yeah. He's one of the the more popular heavyweights for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Him and but, um, um, Tyson Fury, right? But you know, with boxers, you gotta wait it out. You gotta wait it out to the end because you never know. Mm-hmm. Somebody, every boxer has a winning streak. Mm-hmm. But it's all about like when is that winning streak gonna be ended? Mm-hmm. And if it does end, does it end the fighter? Because most of the time. Good fighters are the ones that lose and then can still keep winning, as opposed to the ones that are winning all the time, lose one, and then they're never the same. It happened to a lot of people. It does. I just think that that mentality is kind of separate, is what separates Mike and Roy. Because if you look at their respective careers, Roy was always like a tactician. Mm-hmm. Like he would knock you He's, out. He boxed. But he boxed. Yeah, he boxed. And, and, Mike was just a pure animal. Like he'll come. He would box too, but he was a slugger. No, yeah, Mike he was, was a headhunter. Mike was more reckless. Yeah, Mike's goal was to knock you the yeah. fuck out. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, he would. He has good form and all of that shit. And and you gotta you know, watch the fight with Redding because that's where Mike Tyson was checked for the first time. Right. He was checked. Yeah, Redding Mike checked had- his ass because he hit him with a couple of shots, and you saw Mike Tyson think about it, and that was the rarity. You know, because usually he he engaged and he did. He engaged well, the whole time. Yeah, and I think those fights are rare for Mike. I think Redding and this is another one I can't think of where Mike kind of had to check himself because any in any other fight he was knocking niggas out in like thirty seconds. Yeah. So what? There was no strategy. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm no, just, I'm it was just you. like he he knew how to get you into the sweet spot. Yeah. And that that one time he caught you with the sweet spot was it, it was over. It was it, over. It yeah, was over. you were out. I mean, I, I like I listen. Prayers for Roy Jones Jr. I don't know what's gonna happen. I hope he's okay. I hope he survives this. I hope Mike doesn't. I hope he's smoking an L right now, man. I hope he does. I hope Mike doesn't go into berserker mode and tries to knock his fucking head off because, you know, those are two prominent boxing figures in our culture, and I just want to see these both both of these men walk out alive. You say you trying to bash me on TV? <laughs> like I don't I don't want nobody to get hurt, and. Just what, yo? That's why I keep going back to the trainer video because even his trainer was scared. Mike's trainer was scared. You know how fucking hard you got to be hitting to scare your trainer? 
That's because this trainer in his 50s, too. He's like, fuck, I gotta, <laughs> why I gotta get out the fucking. You fuck couldn't in. get a young boy to come up there and fucking, <laughs> and step in for you, bro? Like, Mike is about to break your fucking hand. Mike, like, nah, he requested you. Yeah, look, man. He, he asked for you. So, I, well, next week, we'll, you know, I'll come back with a report about who won, because it'll probably be on social media by the time we finish recording, but. It's probably be over by now. <laughs> nah, it, it'll, I'm, I'm gonna give it some time. I'm give gonna give it some, some time. time. We're gonna, I, you know, it's like a, it's like a Christmas present. I'm gonna wait till the morning. Oh this. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But um, yeah, praise the Roy Jones Jr. Mike, just relax a little bit, bro. You don't mm-hmm. need to go full throttle. Y'all, y'all in your fifties. You don't need to do all of that shit, bro. But um, take a sip of my tea. Uh. I did want to talk about the um so Obama was on the Breakfast Club, right? And people feel well, first and foremost, I I do want to shout out the Breakfast Club. Because Breakfast Club does have a lot of good interviews with a lot of different people. They give different people a lot of they give different people a platform to come speak their piece, whether you agree with them or not. So shout out to the Breakfast Club. With that. I definitely look up the Breakfast Club often. Yeah, very I look entertained up the, I, I by do, their. Uh, I do appreciate the inquiry. Breakfast Club because they do, um, they they cover all bases. Like they they don't limit themselves into just like a hip hop, and I hate this word urban space. And shout out to them for that. So they, they, they got a good dynamic. They do. They have a really they good dynamic. They got the Angela Yee. Yeah, Angela who Yee. Who does the the personal family and lifestyle questions. She's like, like she's, she's like that. she's like a she she keeps the balance between Envy and Charlemagne. Yeah, cuz Charlemagne coming at you. Yeah, Charlemagne's coming right at your neck for whatever. And then Envy he'll ask more like I don't want to say cornball cuz that's not accurate he comes with the politics yeah he'll he'll come He's with more politics he'll yeah. come with more positive politics type yeah. questions like like the dynamic is that charlamagne the god will g-check you right right but envy is the one who makes sure that it's valid right because he's valid right and then angela you just ask all the other shit who you fucking dating you yeah know? yeah and i think so with this interview right they um for one, it's a very good interview. I, I encourage everyone to watch it because it is a very good interview. And, you know, in the interview, Charlamagne asked Obama, which I'm grateful that he asked, like, you know, the million dollar question, like, what do you what have you what do you feel like you've done for black people? Because that's one of the biggest criticisms that Obama has faced in his eight years. And to my surprise, Obama gave a very direct answer. He was just like. You know, black unemployment was down when I left office. Black wealth was up when I left office. Um, What else he said? He said, you know, more black people were in health care when I left office. Black housing was up when I left office. And he was saying that, you know, he understands the criticism that he receives. But he's like, he has the stats to prove that he did do as much as he could with the Senate being the way it is. Mm-hmm. And I respected that answer because, you know, our community has a very is very adamant about shitting on Obama for not doing anything for black people and all this type of shit. Right. And so after I watched the interview, I was like, all right, I can understand that because this was the way I was already thinking anyway. 
But then here comes the response. From Charlemagne? No, not from, oh, from from the internet. The internet. The internets. The internet. Some some people in our community weren't satisfied. Like Fuck you me. <laughs> right. It was it was a lot of that. It was Obama was lying. Obama's a piece of shit. He ain't do nothing. He ain't do nothing. This, that, and the third. And I realized that put my phone down so i can really get into this shit i've realized that there are people in our community who don't want anything meaning that no matter well first and foremost let me let me start here obama's not responsible for changing 200 years of of systematic oppression or systemic oppression however you want to pronounce it in eight years he can't do that nobody can do that he did what he could with the with the Congress being the way it was. Or one can say he did what he was willing to do, which is another way of phrasing it. You can't say that, but that would be inaccurate not? because the government works with three branches. So if he is the if he's a Democratic president with a Republican Senate and a and then you have to remember for the first four years maybe for his first term maybe he didn't control the senate or the house so he was fighting every day to try to pass something when mitch mcconnell you old turtleneck fucker was just basically saying no Mm. so all of that context gets lost when you bring that up with obama like it's easier i've noticed that it's easier for people to just complain and just say yo fuck that i don't care he ain't do nothing like for we have this we have this and listen black people i love y'all but sit down for a minute we got we have to check each other we have to hold each other accountable we have this entitlement within our community where we feel like because of what we endured in this country everything needs to be given to us now i can understand that because as a black man, I, I understand the plight that we have gone through in this country. But at the same time, this country isn't going to give us shit. And why, I f- why the fuck would they? Well, for one, black people built this country. Absolutely. So I think that that justifies getting something in return. Right. And it, it does. And I agree with you. But we have to look at the reality of the situation. This country is this country that this government is not going to make a a move that big because one we're only 13 percent of the population okay but that 13 percent of the population helped build this country meaning you wouldn't have what it was if it wasn't for all these people dying absolutely but again because we're a minority in this country we can't expect the majority of this country, even if some of them agree with us, to be like, you know what? They right. Let's get them uh, whatever the fuck they ask That's for. That's what it should be. That's what it should be. In a, in a utopian f- fantasy everything world, we would get that. Mm-hmm. But we have to work with the cards that we have in our hands. Well, that ain't good enough. Because I feel like, you know, people's realistic idea of settling for what it is is the same reason you shit out of luck and but see i don't not, i don't look at it not to cut you up i don't look at it as selling it though i look at it as we have to continue to fight to 
obtain these things that we want because they're not going to give it to us. I don't agree with the mentality that some of our community has where it's just like, I'm just going to sit back and complain because, like you said, we built this fucking country and we just need to get it handed to us. I don't agree with that because that's not what's going to happen. Well, I don't think that that's what you're asking for either. I I'm, don't think that what you're saying is give me the keys to the ship. But but this is the thing. Some black people are asking for that. Well, Some, how so? Because the keys to the ship is saying that we that they run the country now. You but, know? And this is what I'm saying. Some black people want that. Some black people want... Some, people, some black people feel that much entitlement to where it's like, I don't give a fuck... What you say to me? If you're not giving me 40 acres and a mule, I don't give a fuck what you got to say. Mm. No matter if it's like, yo, we're working on this and we're doing this and we're doing this. That's not enough for some people. True. It's always been that way. And that's the reason that you get the resistance from like the Martin Luther Kings and the Malcolm X's, the people who had actual resistance. Right. And like, as I mean, as soon as they step off the porch type of resistance, right. sometimes in your house type right. of resistance. So... We don't know what that's like, so we can't even appreciate. I don't, I don't you know how much. I don't in, think, in general, y'all had to endure. I think we, as a country, don't understand. I think our community doesn't necessarily understand that. Again, because we're only thirteen percent of the population, that no matter what you may feel about white people or races or whatever the fuck else goes on. If you want something to change in this country, we're going to need their vote or we're going to need their support. It that's just what it is. Well, and it and 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 take two to tango. Mm -hmm. So if one class hate the other one, who's tangoing? And that's the problem because it is. We have we have a subset of our community who doesn't really give a fuck about trying to work with the other side to come to some type of it's Agreeing. all bullshit. It like wait, when they come together, bullshit? it's just like blah blah blah. Nothing actually ends up but then, coming to fruition for these types of but talks. See, but see, we have to remember that if we're talking on a federal level, yeah, this is where it's problematic because we have because we have to deal with this white senator from Nebraska. Mm -hmm. We have to deal with the white senator from from Idaho or fucking North Dakota, or some shit. We have to deal with these people. We have to. There's no because this country sure. is as big as it is. You can't say, "Yo, black people deserve this, and you need to give it to us," without the entire country agreeing to it. That's not how laws work. That's not how change works in this country. Regardless if you like it or not, that's how things work in this country. Now, unless niggas is on some shit like, "Yo, we just gonna ride out and burn all this shit down," which is not happening. But unless you want some shit like that, that's the only way we're going to even push our country into a position of, of, I guess, change. So, you know, I'm bringing it back to this Obama interview. You know, he, he kind of said what I'm saying in, a, in a different words, but he kind of he said what I said and what I'm saying <laughs> and. You know, it made me understand. It made me look at certain black activists. I'm using that term loosely, and black commentators and and, and black people who are in the public limelight and speak on black issues. Like y'all don't want anything. 
y'all just want to complain y'all don't want solutions like we come on this show every week and we talk about okay so what's the solution what can we do there are things we can do and there are people in our community who don't want to fucking do it so it makes me look it makes me sit back and like okay so where the fuck do we go then and this is another question so why is that so why can't we unify under one umbrella to accomplish uh, and protect ourselves you know and move toward common goals divide we are all divided and, and that's because we're divided because there are people in our community who look like us but they ain't us there are people in our community who get paid to complain who get paid to who get paid to stir up shit and and, and create dumb hashtags online to get people in a frenzy and who get people to believe you know everything is bad and ain't shit gonna happen like how the fuck are we how the fuck do you expect us as a community to progress if your only point is nothing's gonna change that's a very nihilistic point of view yeah, and you if, give up I, and that's that's i think i said this before like i don't have a defeatist attitude like i'm not with that shit at all you can't say to me Oh, well, like, if somebody keeps punching you in your face, you're just going to be like, all right, just whatever. I'll just deal with it. Or either you're going to run or you're going to fight back. And I feel like we're doing a former where we're just running, retreating to our corners and just complaining instead of actually doing something. You're mad that certain bills aren't passed. There are bills sitting in the Senate right now at this very moment that can be that can impact the black community right the fuck now that aren't being passed because of some fucking Republican senator who doesn't want to pass them. You have to talk to these people. And the blame that Obama gets makes me understand that a lot of people don't understand how politics work. It makes me under, it makes me realize that, again, a lot of these motherfuckers are just talking. They don't want shit. They don't want nothing because a lot of these motherfuckers who just complain and talk shit they get book deals they get to sit on cnn and talk about why the government doesn't do anything for black people without offering any real solutions you get to fucking go on fucking the colbert report or real time with bill maher and talk about black issues and not offer any real solutions you are out my nigga it's just a filibuster it's it's, it's like it's, just running in circles fam it's it's a scam these motherfuckers are shysters. These motherfuckers are magicians. These they, they are they're sleight of hand and misdirection. These motherfuckers don't want nothing, bro. They don't want a goddamn thing. And they're getting paid and they and they're keeping notoriety because all they are here for is to stir up shit. And I think that's what we need to focus on. We need to focus on the people in our community, like Tariq Nasheed, who is known for doing nothing except stirring up shit. He does nothing in our community. Absolutely nothing. This motherfucker was a was a goddamn was he was he a pimp or some shit? I don't know. But he does nothing in our community. Except stir up shit. And 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 try to make people believe, oh, this is why you shouldn't listen to anything they gotta say because of this, that, and the third. So what the fuck you want us to do again? Would you would you what do you want us to do, my nigga? You know, I believe it always starts with municipality. If you want to change the infrastructure of the country, you got to change your household first. So each state, each city, they got to come together. 
and do the same thing. Just take care of one another, organize, convene. Because if you do these things, you're never going to let up. Whenever you organize and convene, you're showing up, you you getting agendas accomplished. You know what I'm saying? Fam, and this, and I'm glad you said that because that's exactly what Obama said. Like people, like <laughs> he was saying in the interview, like people are upset with me about not doing enough for criminal justice reform when the federal government does not control criminal justice. That starts in your state. Mm-hmm. That starts in your local neighborhood. Like if if you don't know who your mayor is and he elects, my bad, he elects some fucking racist ass sheriff or police chief and then now you're wondering why niggas is locked up every 15 minutes. But let's minutes. not pretend that he doesn't know about America's huge booming business in prisons. Absolutely. So you're not, now you just... See, this is why I don't trust politicians. But but still, like, yeah. that's... He's... And, and you always say, like, you know, politics is a sham. Like, it's all a facade. Mm-hmm. So, how do you expect this one man to go against an entire corporation? Well, you're the leader of the country, right? But he's still limited in his so power. why we vote? <laughs> what you mean, why we so vote? So, like, what, what what is it? Like, why is this system existing? If it don't ever play out in our favor, it you go into the casino and you lose every time, but they allow you to stay and drink. That's what it's like being in this country. It stays that way unless you know how to play. That's the answer, right mm-hmm. there. You have to learn how to play. No, well, we playing right now. You know, it's like everything connected. You right. Know? So we we have something that's in the entertainment mm-hmm. industry, but it's talking about the politics. Right. Right. We, an- we psychoanalyzing the shit. Right. And there's a lot of history. There's a lot of ugly shit. This shit that's going on right now. So the thing is that people tend to ignore these questions. And it's like everything that you research, you suddenly forget because this guy just said something for five minutes. No. Yeah. But, and that's, and you know, like we constantly repeat on this show, that's why you have to keep fighting. Like, and it, I don't think that Charlemagne was best suited to ask that question point blank, period. I think he was. I don't think he... I think he's the only one who got the balls to say it. That's why I think he was the best equipped. But now he ain't equipped. Because you're going to settle for whatever fucking answer they give you. And he, you don't know what to ask. No, nah, he pushed back. He yeah. pushed back. And what questions did he ask? He After he after Obama asked that, he pushed him back. He said, well, how do you deal... How do you deal with the criticism of saying that you didn't do enough? That ain't got nothing to do with the fucking main question. Yes, it he's does. A, how? All you doing is reverting back to question number one. Well, he's pushing them What back are you saying about people who say that then? He says, was, all you saying is please go elaborate. That's what the second question said. Because he was from the second question that um, Charlemagne asked. He was, mm, pardon me. He was asking him like, you know, okay, well, why do we always have to speak our truths to white people? Why can't they just understand where we're coming from knowing the trials and tribulations that we've been through in this country that question is already fully loaded it is mm. fully loaded what Mm. white people how does he speak for white people no he was asking how do you talk to white people knowing that at the end of the day you still have to deal with them as the president but what would it matter what would that matter to the president of the united states who didn't live the the street life that you talking about you lived that he's already he been in politics since he was young. He was studying this shit. But it, so he but, ain't. It ain't the same cloth. It he is. He ain't talking do, about the same. But cloth. it does matter because if we, if we, if you're looking for a change in our community, it doesn't matter. But you've never Obama. been a part of my community. You've been. You were raised a different way. He is a part of our community. The nigga was raised in Chicago, bro. Okay. 
He was a community organizer. He's been in. He's been where we're from. Mm-hmm. And Charlemagne asking him that was was asking him, okay, so how do you deal with you know how do you deal with having to speak your truth to white people, knowing that at some at at a certain point it's just like okay, my nigga, like why do we keep explaining ourselves? And Obama, you know, answered it, saying that kind of what I was saying earlier, like. We are the major- the minority in this country. So we can't just depend on our population moving the needle. Because honest and he was correct mm. because honestly, we're thirteen percent of the population, right? If the Hispanics decide to get together, it's way more of them. If they decide to get together and really push some shit, we would be at the bottom of the totem pole for real. Mm. If they really decided to organize and get shit together. We're come. It's it's a it's a mathematic thing at the end of the day. If we're talking specific politics and and changing laws on a federal level, it's just a numbers game. We need more of us in there. We need more people who are and even like the again like the white people in or the white senator from Nebraska or whatever the fuck on uh, Middle America as senators. We need them to we if it's more of us in the federal government talking the same talk having that unified message at a certain point they're gonna have to listen but again it's a numbers game if there's not enough of us in there they're not they they don't have to listen to what the fuck we need we have to say or we want to say or laws that we want to get passed it's just no it's not enough for y'all i don't have to listen to you motherfuckers so i think we need to i think you know with that i think it's that is more of a conversation like if you decide to get involved in national politics yes we absolutely we absolutely need more of us in national politics because you know again as politicians so we're not i'm not going to say they're just going to do everything we want them to do as soon as we get in office but we have to keep pushing these people to do what we want i just i just i can't agree with this it is what it is this country is what it is. Like, how? What message is that sending to our children? To our children's children? What message is that sending them? Like, <laughs> are you gonna leave them with the same bullshit we had to deal with? What our parents had to deal with? And yeah, it's incrementally getting better every year because we keep pushing. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why people are thinking we're just gonna have this magic wand and just be like, oh, everything is Gucci Crunch now. Everybody gotta. A billion dollars we got fucking farms and all this other shit it's not gonna happen like that it's not so i'm saying all to say we got to keep the fight going what the fuck are you gonna do with a farm right now if they give it to you tomorrow you're gonna be on youtube all and day. that's another and that's another thing grow like, marijuana fam if we if, if we got our 40 acres in a mule google bro, is like, free that's what you're gonna be saying google is free How to if grow we got marijuana. our 40 acres in a mule tomorrow how is that gonna is that gonna make things better? I'm breeding that mule. I'm gonna have like sixty of them. I'm no. That's a serious question. Like if we got our forty acres in the mule tomorrow, do you think our country? Uh, do you think our community would get better like that? Hell no. Cause none of them want to be out there to take care of that shit. <laughs> they gonna be like. And this is why I don't understand. Motherfuckers keep asking. Well, get, we need this. We need this. We need this. If they gave everybody a twenty million dollar check. Are you going to invest that in your community? Are you going to open a business to keep For that sure. money going? For sure. I you shop sh- local. 
Not you. That's you. But, but you I think one. people should to pick up that. It's an easy habit. Yo. All it's, you got to do is go outside and walk around and shop with the ones that look like you fuck with them. That's it. I feel like some of us <laughs> will, but I think a lot of us won't. Motherfuckers be you think everybody's just gonna get Porsches and not buy Fam, nothing American? Motherfuckers gonna be buying Bentleys and Royce Royces and goddamn Versace. Gonna Versace everybody Versace, shit. but Everybody. nothing American. No, I, I, I don't. I'm gonna see Mass Supreme book bags. <laughs> I know that. If it, everybody get a twenty million dollar check, I'm seeing spray ground and motherfucking yo book bags everywhere. I'm trying to have more faith in my community. I just. Y'all not giving me a lot to work with. But again, you got to keep fighting. You got to keep, you know, keep this thing rolling because it, it it's, it's, it's not, I'm just ugh, I'm trying to get my words together. I'm sorry. I'm just very, very annoyed with these motherfuckers in our community promoting this bullshit that kind of keeps us in fighting, that kind of, that keeps us, you know, spun in a web without any real direction i'm 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 extremely tired of that shit i could understand how that's exhausting it's totally. fucking ex- it's because fucking see, you're exhausting. passionate about it so the last thing you want to see is somebody playing around with something you care about you know you're it, like it's serious to me don't just yeah because this shit up yeah because this is my community my nigga like this is my family this is my my my, my ancestors this is like my lineage for real and you out here playing to get a fucking check right at the end of the day, I just feel like, you know, I never really expected anything out of any president. Right. But accountability. I always talk about accountability. Right. Ask not what you could do for your country, but, mm-hmm. you know, or what your country could do for you. My thing is, do for your community. Absolutely. Focus on everyone being good because then whatever happens outside of that is outside of that. Y'all are good. Yeah, and I think that's what we, that's what I'm, like, striving for, too. Like, we don't really, like, I come in here and talk about politics because I like politics. Mm. I'm, I'm investing in politics. I, I enjoy politics. But you don't have to be investing in politics to do for your community. Like, if we got to a place to where you shop locally, you supported black businesses or Hispanic businesses, if you took care of your community, if you knew what was going on in your community, if you if you fought for your community, you wouldn't give a fuck what any president does. But you have to start in your community. And you blaming Obama is not you doing anything for your community. Start, in your, start where you live at, my nigga. But, you know, they're fucking leeches, man. They're fucking leeches, they're fucking carn artists, the goddamn shites. I just feel like if you're gonna talk shit, people should already recognize your name. You know, like if you're saying something really, some controversial shit, mm-hmm. people should just know who you are by that already. It's like, oh, all right, he does his homework, he cares, he's in it. You know, so I'd expect nothing less than you know, for him to be barking, you know, because he got the facts. Yeah, but the problem is a lot of these shysters and con artists hide behind this black power shit and yeah. make it look like yeah. they care about the community yeah. when they don't. Yeah. They don't. They don't really give a fuck about the community. They want to make sure they keep getting speaking engagements. That's a strategy. And, it, it, and, this is what pisses, a strategy. and this is what pisses me off because it's, it's like... It's war out here. Because it's like, how do y'all not see this? Mm. He's playing y'all. y'all. Y'all y'all swear that the politicians are lying to us this nigga's lying to you. Mm-hmm. We end up saying it more often than not. We say it about exactly 
So it's like, you know, we just got each other <laughs> talking about it. I mean, well, all skin folk ain't kin folk. And I'm going to just leave that at that. But um, watch that Obama interview. It's very good. Um, he did. He was talking about the power of, of being involved locally, being involved in your community. So I applaud him for that. Shout out to the Breakfast Club for, you know, asking him those questions that a lot of people wanted to know the answer to. So and I'm, I'm happy Obama um, was open and, and didn't really dance around the questions. So shout out to Obama for that. Shout out to the Breakfast Club because, you know. You, you, you wouldn't really I don't know if you would get that anywhere else but so I'm glad for that and uh and another wild news you know what's crazy like with 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 Trump on his way out right and us not being so wrapped up in all of his shenanigans it it made <laughs> it made for real fucked up news stories to come through or oh, made them relevant again and made <laughs> me reading the news was like yo these motherfuckers is really like evil as fuck right so <laughs> and 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 it's funny because it's like yo we spent four years under this trump smoke screen not really paying attention to the real evil motherfuckers right so there's this consulting group called mckenzie right mckenzie and company right they consult uh, a big pharmaceutical firm called Parma uh, Purdue. I know who you're talking about. I've researched this before. So, all right. So you should know where I'm mm. going. So, McKinsey is a consulting firm that consults for Purdue Pharmaceuticals. Now, Purdue Pharmaceuticals has created or created Oxycontin. Now, we're familiar with the Oxycontin pandemic, the opioid pandemic, all that shit is crazy. So all of this shit is crazy. So all of this shit is. So Purdue Pharmaceuticals is responsible for all of this. Earlier this year, Purdue were indicted on three charges of a conspiracy to defraud the, the government and anti-kickback laws. Just some wild shit, right? They settled for eight billion dollars. Okay. Now a new a story broke out earlier. That's that, it. Eight billion, bro. That's it for, for a pharma- pharmaceutical company. Yeah, that's light. They probably had that in their pocket. They're like, eight, "Oh, I got you." No, eight billion. Eight billion is chump change, which which sounds wild. It sounds crazy. Eight billion. Yo, is, it's a pharmaceutical company. Eight billion is nothing. They're gonna make that by the. They've night. been making that shit for mad long. Eight billion. Cake. Eight billion is is nothing, right? So, a story broke today. Or at the time of this recording, that the consulting firm reached out to Palmer to Purdue Pharmaceuticals to say, "Hey, look, we're gonna tur- turbocharge y'all sales, right? How y'all gonna turbocharge our sales? We're gonna give you a rebate every time somebody overdoses on oxycodone." So, so. I don't mean to laugh because this is a very serious topic. So Purdue Pharmaceuticals, right? Now they distribute to like CVS, Dwayne Reed, your local pharmaceutical stores and all that type of shit, right? So let's just say you get into an accident, God forbid. You need Oxycontin for the pain, right? God forbid, knocking on wood, you die from Oxycontin addiction or overdose of some shit, right? 
your death would mean that Palmer Pharmaceuticals would get a tax rebate of maybe like $10,000 or more. This sounds like a Grand Theft Auto mission. Fam, this, fam, this is the wildest shit that I've read all week. Now, mind you, Palmer, Palmer Purdue, I'm saying the name. Yeah, oh, get it me. right because we about to fuck you up. Purdue Pharmaceutical. And that them people make chicken? I think they do make chicken. See? It's a conspiracy out this Fa- bitch. This is why I wanted to bring mm-hmm. this to you. Because it's tenfold hat mm-hmm. time. These oh, it's that time. It's that time. And we like the blunt. Yeah, like the blunt. Listen. Now, Purdue Pharmaceuticals already admitted to causing the, epi- the, the opioid crisis. They already admitted this maybe four or five years ago. That was the bonus in the mission. <laughs> For everybody they kill, they got a stipe. They got a nice little bonus. This is not funny at all, but it's it's just wild. If it was in Grand Theft Auto, it'd be funny. This is true, but they already admitted to starting the opioid crisis. This pharmaceutical. You did that, yeah, yeah. So what? (laughs) So what? Fam, they already yeah, yeah, we did that. But they already admitted to this shit. Mm -hmm. So now you telling me? The engineers of the opioid crisis are now getting more money if you die. Mm-hmm. So guess what? That incentivizes them to do: give you more painkillers, give yeah. you more opioids. Exactly. Because I need you to die, I know, my nigga. I know that. I know that Tommy took fucking that whole batch out your purse, but I'm gonna sign you up for another two. Here you go. Fam. And they getting kickbacks to every doctor that pushed that shit, and exactly. every hospital, everything. Exactly. Because of this. Because, I'm going to let you finish your point. Because of this, doctors were writing prescriptions for longer. They were writing higher quantities. So before, like, I remember when I was working at the post office, I had to take, I think I had to take, I, no, no, I'm lying. My mother got hurt at work and she had to take like oxycodone and shit, but they gave her like three. Because they was like, you know, it could be addictive. We yeah. don't, da, 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 da. At one point, they were restricting it because they were it got out of control. Now, they're giving you 20. Mm. And you can refill for the next six months. She don't even got to see you. Just come in with the script right. and I'm going to give you 20 more. Because I want you to die. I got this shit. I got the script. Give me the sauce. I want you to die. Because if you it die, surprise me. it's more money in my pocket. It don't surprise me. You know, the uh, cancer is one of the biggest things, right? People eat shit over the course of many years and it clog up your... And you get cancer. Right. You smoke too much. You get cancer, cancer right. man. So cancer is like one of those leading diseases in the world. It should be like at the forefront. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people suffer from it in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. It affects... All of us, right. even Jersey City in particular, where kids are born fucked up because yep. of the the chromium and all that shit they yep, put yep, into yep. the the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, so all this thing, very personal issues to us. Like mm-hmm. this should matter. So, you know, you got all of these diseases, and the Cancer Association of America, mm-hmm. they're the same people that own all the meat factories. And and this goes to. And if you are So they're causing it And then telling you What to do So they're getting paid Either way Yeah they're getting paid From both ends Exa- That's uh, that's what the government do 
on every scale. It's the though. corporations. Let's clarify. It's the corporations. It's not. The and government. it's a story. Well, well, let me let me say this: the government enables them to do that type of shit. Listen, they just playing by the rules that the elite is set. They say these are the rules. We're at the top. We got the keys. But you guys are the you know the subordinates. You want this money or not? They're making us the dealers and the addicts at the same time. Yes. Because they're because they're they they push this and this is why I'm surprised the white people haven't fucking rioted by now. Because the opioid we don't do opioids. We might smoke weed, cocaine and crack ravage pause for the cause. Nowadays that's, anybody could be hooked on the Oxycontin. That's what that's what this reminded me of, of the crack epidemic crack mm-hmm. epidemic. How they how Reagan and all them fucking corporations manufacture crack and push mm-hmm. it into our neighborhoods. They doing the same shit with the white community. And then and the white community is not even they don't even have their antennas up. Like they don't even realize what the fuck is happening. You get hurt, you go see your doctor, they he gives you 20 fucking oxycons. Now your whole family's hooked on pills. See, that's just the thing. And it just and it's destroying families, motherfuckers are Drugs dying. Evolve like anything else. And even popularity and at the time mm-hmm. and you know, all of that shit right now. Everybody, every young kid fucks with this shit. Yeah, they fuck with pills. A lot they, of young, they, a lot all of, young of them. Everybody, pills, yeah. everybody, that's their thing. If it's not one pill, it's another pill. But you fucking call it and whatever I, you want. And I never understood that because it's like, like I know niggas who pop E, mm-hmm. they'll pop a Zan, pop a Perk, then smoke a blunt. Are you trying to die? I took a Zan and smoked weed, and I woke up butt ass naked. In my own office. You see what I'm saying? You see I what I'm saying? How did how did it, what happened? Fam, I smoked, what's happening? Fam, I smoked weed that was too strong and I slept for like two days. <laughs> Why the fuck would I take a pill? We were just pulling stories out. I took a tab of I don't know what the fuck one time and I was high for like a week. Every day I woke up still so tripping. And I this was what like, I'm saying. No. So and this is what I'm saying. Like these effects are damn near everlasting and the addiction is worse and this is and, and, and this you'll is sell my, your own teeth for another fucking and this is what i'm saying so it's like you got these people hooking you on drugs mm-hmm. and now if you die they get paid from it. right mission accomplished i'm telling you this is gonna be in the next grand theft auto it's gonna be a scheme man, like that this shit is this is the wildest shit i've ever heard. I, uh, this is the wildest shit i've read all week to them it makes sense literally and it's <laughs> yo, literally, they getting paid to kill us. Literally, you get a they you, was aiming, bop, bop, like you, they're like, like you better off just shooting us in the street. I want a Christmas bonus. Exactly, you better off, why just shoot us in the street? They don't give a fuck. Michael Jackson was right. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> oh, listen, this is not funny, but it's like yo, they really don't give a fuck. And then, and then, cause you know they're they're all in litigation now. They you know they in, in law, they in court office. They're in court for all this shit. And now they're just playing dumb. Like, oh, I didn't I didn't think it was gonna be that bad. What the fuck you mean? You ain't think it was gonna be that bad. You created a whole crisis, and it's not that bad. You know what your drug is doing. You admitted to this shit. Stop playing. And you just gonna be like, you know what? They just got I know caught that one time. That's just, what it is. But they like, they're past the shaggy stage. 
What you mean? They, they're not saying it wasn't me. They're like, yeah, we did that. <laughs> they passed that part. We, we did that. Yeah. So what? And this is what pisses me off because like none of you niggas is going to jail. I'm still parked outside. Boop, boop, boop. What? Like I, none of you motherfuckers is going to jail. None of y'all. And y'all going to sit there and cook up some more shit to kill us. Some more shit. <laughs> you gonna? Put- oh, it's fucked up there too. Don't let me get started. Cause yo, ten four hat. Let's do it. Yeah, every episode we realize another way that we're fucked, right? Like we, damn, I got fucked, but I ain't know I got fucked like that. It hits you later on. The different ways. It's all different ways. Different but the ways. thing is that everything we talk about is mad old. No, that's it- the thing. It's like we're just discovering it. But it's been happening, and you know that the sad thing is, our ancestors talked about it too. It's and not a it's not a, a cycle that's new. We always in a state of wanting more, mm-hmm. right? But it's like yo, we want more, and I think we deserve more. We do, right? We've we been do. through a lot, but yeah. then you got like these, you know, England, and you got all these places. Everybody's fucking good you know like everything has always been good it's always so y'all had a chance right y'all had a chance to really get it together and then over here it's like we don't have a chance we we come back and crack we come back in aids we come back in loss of fathers right we come back in a lot of it, stipulations it, it's, it's a very steep hill we, we're trying to climb so and they're throwing boulders every right, right. They get. And so now we come back to thinking about it which is meditation mm-hmm. and just saying what do you do about that well what can you do knowing all that you know Cause you learn something new every day, and it's mad old. So it's like, I, I, how do you break that cycle? What is it that you gotta do to I, really make things a better? I think that's the struggle that a lot of people who, that's the danger of being aware. That you learn all this With great information. Great power comes great uh, responsibility. Shout, shout out, out to, Peter Parker. Yeah, shout out to Uncle Ben. I, oh, yeah, I, I realized like, the more I, it's an age old saying like, the more you know, the more you realize how much you don't know. And learning how deep the fuckery goes can literally drive you insane. Yeah. Literally. It becomes an existential thing. Because you, like you were saying, you feel like, yo, what can I do? What can I do? I could just go yell in the street for two days. There's an answer to that. What's the answer, bro? This will change your whole life. You ready? I'm ready. Are you? I'm, I'm ready. You do what you can do. There you go. And that's all you ever got to worry about. There you go. You do what you can do. And the thing is that once you start saying that to yourself, you realize that there's like a bunch of other responsibilities you juggling that you're like, well, I can't do it. So fuck it. And that's what makes it hard. And people going to get mad. Yeah, this is true. And shit going to change. But you know what? You headed in a better direction. And I think that's, you know, life is about balance. And I feel like that is the key to keeping your sanity in this fight like this story when i read this story about you know they giving rebates if you die i was i was like floored not because it was surprising but because like so what do we do about this because we know the reality is y'all gonna pay another billion or so because y'all gonna make that back in the morning and then we're gonna go back to being angry so it's like that's what kind of floored me because it's like yo fam like I don't know what to do. I don't, and, and and I and I understand why people just get so frustrated. I can understand the the the, 
the cynicism of just like you know what it's all gonna go to shit anyway so i'm just gonna do me i can understand that but it's like at the same time the danger of being aware for me let me speak for myself the danger of being aware for me and 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 reading and understanding how this game really looks is okay how do like you were saying like how do i balance making sure my family's good but still wanting to do something to try to make the world better for That's my children the right there you do what you can do right. and all you can do is raise your kids right right so that you can stay in this world longer right it's that's it because that's yeah. the legacy you know you can't out anything that right they're gonna live longer than you right and anything that you possess goes to them anyway right so all you can do is take care of your home mm-hmm. now when you get very good at taking care of your home then you could do the other shit you start to do the other shit by mm-hmm. default right because you can't just start something with no foundation that's the foundation right so now what happens is that you are asserting your integrity mm-hmm. both in yourself and in your family they represent you they don't act outside of what you think deemed uh, a shameful act or a shameful thing to do right they act in accordance with what's right morality so now you're building good character you're building good children you're building good members of the community which are also you know times whatever mm-hmm. times how many ever children you got mm-hmm. and then they're gonna have and then they're gonna instill that mm-hmm. so that's what's most important what you can do in this given time might be out of your control and it is what it is but you're gonna do a better job raising a good family than starting the secondary life you know starting this other thing you gotta start with the home first you can't take care of someone else's house without taking care of your own house first and i and i think that's what the problem i run into like i try to balance you know taking care of my home making sure my family's good making Mm -hmm. sure i'm raising my children right Mm. but then i'll read something like that story or i'll read something else about a cop shooting someone and i just Mm. the feeling that i have is like it overwhelms me to the point where it's like what do i do what do i do what Mm. do i do and i have to talk myself down like all right like even like when R.I.P. George Floyd, right? We came in here and I talked about how visceral my reaction was watching him die, right? And just not knowing what to do, feeling helpless, feeling like, yo, I don't know what else, to, I don't know what else I can do to change this. And all I could do was just hug my children, because that's what I can control. Like everything, like you were just saying, like just making sure that they are better people that they understand that this fight does not end that they that they that they need to be good people because we need more good people in this fight but that that talking myself down it took a while to get there it took it took a lot unfortunately it took a lot of fucking tragedies to realize you know what i I can't be mad at everything I don't have because if I if I expend all of this energy being mad at the world, choose your battles. Exactly. If I if I expend all this energy being mad at the world, I'm not gonna have nothing else for home. I'm not gonna have. You won't have enough energy to win the battles you need to win. Right. I won't and I I won't have the the drive to want to even fight the battles I need to fight because Because you exhausted them on all this other bullshit. Exactly. And that's and that's a skill that it takes some time to learn, especially Mm -hmm. being aware. Mm -hmm. 
everybody wants to be woke and all this other shit. That's that's listen, man. Be woke at your own risk. Cause a lot of times I want to be ignorant to the bullshit. I just want to watch fucking World Star all day and watch niggas go at it. I want to just dive headfirst into bullshit and not worry about anything else. Mm-hmm. But because of the person I am, I can't. But like everything you were saying, it's about balance. I can I have to control what I can, when I can, because this fight is much bigger than me. It's much bigger than us, and it's gonna continue to be that way until fucking Thanos or somebody shows up so even though this story was fucking wild it's don't it, jinx it I know right Thanos gonna come in and erase all of us but I I think this story even being as wild as it is after reading it and after I had to talk myself down I was like what the fuck I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do like I got I got close friends who are addicts that I had to deal with their situation I can't fight some motherfucking opioid crisis in fucking Nebraska what the fuck I'm doing and it's sad and I could share empathy but it's like I can't do much from here I could raise awareness we're raising awareness by talking about it but again what can you do from where you are now if you have the time to invest and talk to people or organize or whatever the fuck you can do do that I can't I'm saying that's why I'm not at every goddamn march we have in the city because I can't I can't I don't have the extra energy I don't it's enough shit on my plate well you you're willing to put your energy in what you know is real you know if you can't prove that it's real you're not willing to test that because you're already undergoing it a is, lot of battles it, it's own. too much going on I have mm-hmm. no I can't fight every battle mm-hmm. I can't right. and it's like but you know you're using your mind right you're thinking you you working hard mm-hmm. already you want to work smarter. That's the key. Just working smarter. Working smarter. And that's just simply like using your logic mm-hmm. more often than not. That's it. Because you're going to lose logic once in a while. Oh, once that's a, the break. More, more, than, more than not. <laughs> you lose the logic more than not. But again, um, fuck these companies. Um, everyone has who has been ravaged by opioids and crack. Like, welcome to being black, bro. Because they did the same exact shit with the crack echo, epi, echo mm-hmm. words epidemic. They did the same shit with us, bro. And it's fucked up, but it is what it is. Y'all are at, and you know, last point. That made me realize why so many of these white militia groups are feeling like they're losing the country. Because all of y'all on opioids. <laughs> all you motherfuckers is dying, and you're seeing more colored people move into your community because your family is ravaged by opioids that's why you feel like you're losing the country get your family over opioids and then you might have a fighting chance man so like i don't know man i don't know man work smarter work smarter work smarter. and look into uh genetic annihilation while you're at it see, that's for another episode yes and see you're about to get wild deep pause mm-hmm. like yeah that's a that's a that's a whole nother um conversation I don't think I don't think I'm ready for honestly oh no you ready <laughs> you talk you about ready. genetic annihilation yeah, yeah, my nigga yeah. that's like a yeah, right. so so you want me to give you the summary the back of the book fam that sounds like six YouTube videos too far no 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 I'm, I'm a back of the book summary alright let's do the back of the book summary. back of the book summary damn I'm not prepared so I don't know the woman's name mm-hmm. but she's a black scientist okay. who discovered that through genetics that the white person was going to be extinct. 
Because just kind of assuming that the rest of the population breeds with them, that the main oh they gonna, melon is yeah. gonna be icing out the cake. Yeah, everybody right? be it's beige. gonna be pushing all the white out. Everybody will be beige. So that's basically right. So it, this is genetic annihilation is saying that there's a lot of things that they try to do to counteract this because this is old as hell, old as hell. So like keeping shit pure, you know, in their head. It means something, mm-hmm. you know, especially to like their historical, yeah, you know what I'm saying, generational, yeah, identity. Because they've been the majority for so long, so they're gonna do whatever's necessary to make sure they stay the majority. I can I can believe that. And they 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 knew about this, so what they do about it is my question. Like, what do they what do they do about it? Because they gonna solve every problem. They talk about going to Mars, all this other shit. They got a they got a solution for every fucking problem. These fucking I people. mean, well, they did have like a 200 year head start, so they had enough time to really like. And they stole 5,000 years of information at that time. That part. So they had a game genie. That part. They did have a cheat code. They had the grand theft they had the, cheat code. They, they started the, the game on Christmas with the game genie. They had the cheat code with all the guns and the extra lives. Talk about how much fun it is. Bitch, I played Contra. I died the first round seven times. I threw the controller. I broke it. It's over. R.I.P. They got infinite. They got God mode. They do have God mode. So I can, I mean, even with that, like, you know, I don't really get too deep in the conspiracy theory shit. But I I can see them making moves to ensure the fruition of their, their race. I can see that. I could see that. And that would that could be a logical reason for why like black women's health care is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Abortion race is what it is. Makes and, sense, right? So now we know in the aftermath. Right. Now we can add that to the layer of how yeah. we discover that we're fucked. Yeah, and it's plausible because they've tried it with you know the the, the the Tuskegee experiments and all that shit. Oh they've yeah, they it. they we did that too. So what? And I and I think that's that's the wild shit. It's like we can't put nothing past. That's that. the answer. That's how they answer it in like the nicest of ways, though. Yeah, we did that. So, that's just basically. And now, if I were to say that they're bringing the electric chair to my house, yeah, don't you have to edit that out because they might come looking for us for saying that type of shit. Then why I'm, have a podcast, man? <laughs> no, I'm saying, oh, you right, right. We're gonna say what the fuck we want. But yeah, man, just just. And this and this fucked up in the different ways of fuckery that are happening out here. Just do what you can, bro. Protect your peace. Like, it's not much you can do. Um, Kevin Hart got into some shit, but it's like this Kevin Hart shit, right? Quick, quick, quick summary of the Kevin Hart shit. So Kevin Hart is on an app. He was on an app called Clubhouse. Clubhouse is like an audio chat where you know it's invite only celebrities get on there and just talk shit and all this other shit so someone had a room called is kevin hart funny so they talking shit whatever whatever and then kevin hart shows up right (laughs) kevin hart shows up so the moderators of the room are like oh shit 
They're like, oh shit, Kevin Hart's in the room. So the name of it was, is Kevin yeah. Hart funny or right. not? And he entered the, entered the shit. He entered the chat. Because it's 2020. Oh, what the yeah. fuck you talking about? Yeah. Like, you gonna you pop see... that shit? And then it's I got like, the option. And then we're like. My with, name on the title? Like with this app, right? Because it's invite only, it's a lot of celebrities on there. Mm-hmm. Because it's very exclusive. So you can say something like, yo. You could say something like that. And. Nine times out of the ten, it's gonna get back to the celebrity, and they're gonna hop on like, "What the fuck you said, bro?" Right. So they, so he's in his chat room. The whole mood changed. Everybody was like, "Oh no, we were just wanted to ask about your special and all this other shit." Whole energy shift, right? They wasn't talking that shit that they was before, right? <laughs> of course, like it's just, bro, fam. And and I don't even want to talk start, about. I mean, I, I, it fam, it moonwalking. Oh shit. Moonwalking. Nah, not hold even, on, hold on, hold on. Not even backpedaling. I'm, I'm gonna look this up after, immediately after this is done. Yeah, but I gotta paint this picture. It's a bunch of celebrity comedians it's, in a big ass chat talking mad shit. It's, it's, it was, and all of them see each other's faces when he log on. It's just like an avi. You don't see each other. It's not like a zoom in. You just oh, hear each man. other's voice. Okay. So it's like people who are aspiring comedians people who have large I see they online got a little, followings they, yeah, and all they that shit there, right. and they're asking you know is Kevin Hart funny and then again Kevin Hart walks into the room right. or he enters the chat but they, you said they was talking some shit yeah, they so was talking it was more like a, a Kevin Hart roast until yeah, some, Kevin Hart walked in yeah, the room yeah cause some people were saying oh he not funny and then other people was like no he is funny so it was a debate going let's on let's be honest the popular consensus was it was split was whack. I mean, that right? was the popular consensus. But in the room... <laughs> well, if it's indicated well, in the title, then all's fair good. So if somebody going in comedy, I'm talking about comedy, mm-hmm. yo, you're going to hurt somebody's feelings, you tell them they're not funny. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're going to hurt, yo, you're going to hurt some feelings, you absolutely. tell somebody they're not funny. Absolutely. So so it's like, oh, we're debating this? Yeah, so... Oh, it, that's it, how it I tur- come in the room. Hold up. Oh, what? That was that was the initial debate until he came. He into came in right, right. And then all of a sudden, everybody has their resumes ready. Oh, you know, I'm an aspiring comedian. You know, I got thirty thousand followers on Twitter. I got seventeen thousand videos on, oh, on, on YouTube. Well, why is this shit. already funnier than it's? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this funny than a stand-up? Fam, I don't think the moderators understood that mm. you can't say... Like, this is the digital age, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. Everybody is, assess- is accessible. You can't talk shit. And let's look at Kevin Hart's history for a second. Mm-hmm. His professional history, right? Let's put his... Is he funny or not aside? Let's just look at what his experience is. Right. This guy's been in kids' movies. Mm-hmm. He's, He's been, been all in wrestling. Movies. He's been on the radio. Everywhere. He's funny anywhere. Mm -hmm. On Instagram. He roasted Meek Mills. Let's look at his experience. That's a classic, by the way, him roasting Meek Mills. If you you guys haven't seen... If you want to know whether he's funny, you know, Go on YouTube right now. Well, after this episode is over, go on YouTube and type in Kevin Hart. You can look it up while you listen, but just press play after you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then click like and share. But, But I, like, my only criticism, like, I just didn't enjoy his latest special. That was my... That was my. That shit was dry as hell. I just, I just didn't enjoy it. But for them to have a whole room debating whether he's funny or not, and again him walking into the room, I don't think they understood exactly what they were fucking with. And he came into the room, and he was, you know, at first it started off, it started off decent. Like he was, they were just in there talking about comedy. He was saying like, you know. 
I feel like I, you know, I feel like this is my best work. I'm, a, I'm proud of my work. This, that, and the third. And once he was saying that, and let me, let me be clear. He was after the initial debate. He wasn't there dropping jewels about, you know, the power of, you know, betting on yourself and 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 um, building your own brand and not being beholden to any of these corporations who might kill you. But so he was dropping jewels, right? And then somehow as more and more people entered the chat the conversation just kind of went off the rails mm-hmm. and it went to you know someone nitpicking at him and saying you know bringing up old comments and shit like that and trying to so yeah. it just it just wrong, wrong time right that. it just right. went off the rails right and at the end of the conversation that's what it happened on Instagram that's what happens and and unfortunately and this is the point I'm getting to unfortunately it devolved into a conversation about black men versus black women and i'm here to say i'm so over this conversation honestly hold on let me just get this out i'm so over this conversation all right like there's no point it's a circular argument it gets nowhere we have to stop doing this shit black men i'm talking to you black women i'm talking to you this us this black men versus black women shit gets us no fucking where and for a potentially good situation with Kevin Hart entering the room and him maybe sticking around and 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 saying kicking some good shit, shit yeah, and kicking his shit, shit. And, and 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 he even said like I'm open to debating whether or not I'm funny but once it went off the rails it was like yo why, I'm what am what are we talking about well you see that's kind of the thing right there he didn't have to do that. That's he not why you signed on. So, like, right there. But the thing is, you also knew what you signed up for because you're logging on and you know what it does. Right. Right? So, you're already... You, yo, you're, there's no way you couldn't know that everybody is watching when you press play. So, you have to un- walk into the door understanding that you got to take your hat off. Right. So, now he took his hat off, but then somewhere in there... He put his hat back on, like, oh, who the fuck? Yeah, something who like the that. Fuck? And it turned into what it, something it, yeah, it went, irrelevant it, to it, mention it, it, it at just, that time and, and think, place. And I think it's it's sad that something like that had to happen that way because it diverted into something that wasn't really necessary. Like he wasn't in there for that. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in there to talk about the issues between black men and black women and all that type of shit. He wasn't in there for that. And for someone to instigate that and try to poke at him and be like well you need to answer for this and be accountable for this like yo my nigga we not here for all of that and it's just i'm and i'm saying all that to say like i'm I'm really over this conversation like honestly like if we not if we can't have those black men first of all not even that fuck what i was about to say if we're not talking about the progression of our community as a unit i don't want to talk i'm not here to debate motherfucking black men versus black women and black men need to do this and black women need to do this i don't give a fuck about none of that because it, it help, it's helping nobody we got morgan t- freeman in my head when he was like you want to know how you stop racism he goes how it was in an interview he goes stop talking about it <laughs> it's just it i just i don't have a problem talking about it but Everything I've seen but with these it, conversations, it goes left. It goes left, and it, and no, and it ends up motherfuckers it's not arguing. The right questions. It's too 
It's like, that's a loaded question. It is a loaded question because everybody's bringing in their personal traumas, their personal Into experiences. one thing that don't really affect everybody. Exactly. So it's not for you. That's it, the thing. It's, it's like it's, you're having a discussion and it's just a big what if. It is. It's, it's very hypothetical. It's very fuck. theoretical. It's very like over the head of Meanwhile, all the shit. people who are happy as hell fucking the shit out of the girl, treating them right, they don't even ask those questions. And it's, They're it's, like, what? What are you talking about? It gets nowhere. I love my partner. We building. We doing... It, it gets nowhere. And I just need and I want us, I hope that we just get to a point where we don't have to keep doing this shit. We just don't. It should, that Kevin Hart, him being on Clubhouse, which is an app in his beta stages, again, it's, it's exclusive, it's invite only. So for him to show up and just really be amongst the... That's like... That's like Mike Tyson walking in here, right? And him be like, yo, I fuck with you, Frankie. I fuck with you, 4K. Let's just sit down, chop it up. And I'm asking the nigga about his rape charges. They did that to him. Oh no, I saw that in the yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, no, was exactly. But you played out just like that. Yeah, kinda. and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's and crazy. You, and yeah, you we saw just what... came in to chill. Oh, you want to get on the news real quick? Like it, like he's it... like, yeah, I'll get on the news. Yeah, I sit down. They asked him two questions. What are you doing here? And how do you think the man? No, right. Question number one: How do you think the man felt about your rape, Alex? Like, and that wasn't necessary. And and Mike on responded, the morning news, everybody and, saw that. And, shit. and Mike responded as he should. And, right. that, and that's a kind of and it's kind of similar to what happened with Kevin Hart. Like he was in there debating whether he was funny or not. Yeah. Why are you asking him about how he feels about black women or his comments about Bill or how he, he feels about up, Bill Cosby or some into, shit? He now he, he didn't feed into it. No, no, but, I know he just. He could have walked away, he but could've. he's an admirable person. Yeah. He don't want to bow out because he knows he means well. Right. But right there, his passion got the best of him because that's what you needed to bow out because that's not the time and place. You could have hung up right. and done it your way. You know, set it up the proper way. Right. You just got spectators. I, and I think that's that's a problem. Like, you know, you were saying that, you know, him as a celebrity, he should be aware that people are going to throw darts at him. But I think it's kind of hard in his position because you don't know where the darts are coming from. You could think you're in a conversation like this and we're just kicking and shooting the shit. And then someone from left field asks you some wild shit. Now you're like, what the fuck is all this about? So I'm saying all that to say, like, we need to like that whole devolve every conversation devolving in our community. Let me specify in our community. We need to stop letting every single conversation we have devolve into black women, black men versus black women. And if you're gonna have a situation like that where celebrities in the room, stay on fucking topic, bro. That's it. That's all. Just stay on topic. Everybody, every actor, and people know when they're gonna do an interview that like they want to know what it's about, you know, a little bit. They don't want to just go in blind. So you can ask him some dumb shit, which right. has happened many a fucking time. All the fucking Go on time. YouTube. You see all the time uncomfortable, you know, and the questions are really bullshit, too. Yeah, because you're or trying to get basketball. a basketball. They're trying to get a Yeah, they're trying to get a reaction, right? Yeah. But it's like sometimes the audacity, though. Yeah. In the questions that it's like you just you just asked me what yeah and it's like and it's certain people like with the camera to like, catch my reaction yeah and it's certain I'm people, about the fuck <laughs> yeah fam and that's the sick part because it's it's people out here who wait for shit like that yeah you build up all of this shit in your mind like if I ever get the chance to see this motherfucker I'm gonna let him have it for what why are you so obsessed with this motherfucker you waited all of this time or you had all this animosity towards Kevin Hart. And instead of staying on top, you, you decide, I'm going to just speak my piece and I'm going to let him have... What the fuck for? What is that serving? Mm. 
you're gonna have you're gonna be hot for five minutes and the niggas is gonna forget about right, you right but that's what trolls do this is true so don't feed the trolls and, and that's the thing do not feed the trolls yeah, kevin Hart got a lot of experience yeah but not so much with trolls this and is if true. you famous you got to know how to handle some trolls this is true so you know I, so I, you got to be the king of the trolls actually you got to show them like i'm the king but i'm gonna go back to not looking like a troll i'm really the king troll though but yeah shout out to kevin hart for doing that because um he didn't have to and he was gracious enough to just be amongst the people trying to have a regular conversation until it went left so i do appreciate him from doing that but just don't feed the trolls man and you trolls need to find something else better to do like goddamn, bro but um before we get out of here let's talk about a little bit of music um also for the stress playlist available on apple music coming to spotify very soon um so it's not a lot of music that came out i was catching up on on the old shit that i missed um let's see i finally listened to young jeezy's project project recession two that was decent that was actually much better than i expected it to be so shout out to jeezy for that even though you did some whole shit and frankie cursed you out last week <laughs> but his project is decent it, it is points on there is as songs on there rather that reminds you of old jeezy it, or it gives you that old jeezy feel so shout out to jeezy for that I, so you're talking about like old school jeezy when he sent the hitman after him not new school Jeezy. i'm not got i'm not out. doing this with you i'm, I'm just playing i'm not doing you this with you. with you i know i know i listened to um shout out to my brother he sent me this new artist by the name of maury he has a song called quicksand i don't know where he's from but the song is fire so shout out to maury um the song's called quick quicksand you spell his name his, it's spelled m-o-r-r-a-y maury the single is called quicksand that's fucking dope i listened to the baby's project um called my brother's keeper long live g i don't know if you heard but the baby's one of the baby's older brothers committed suicide recently and you know prayers to the baby and his family but he put out a project a little after his brother passed and um i finally got a chance to listen to it. it's only seven songs and it's and it's decent like it, it for the baby to have the the stigma on him as a repetitive rapper like he do he does the same shit this was just another side to the baby and he got more personal than i expected which was 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 very good and um yeah so get that project alicia and uh ellie dollar he put out a project called um dose volume one like spanish word for two Mm-hmm. Dos mm-hmm. D-I-O-S Volume 1 Excuse me It's a It's a It's a project Entirely produced by him L-E-S is from L-E Dollar Sign Rather He's from Houston, Texas If you're A fan of like Currency If you're a fan of Wiz Khalifa He's kind of in that vein And um So that's a very dope project And uh I went back and listened to Um St. John Because mm-hmm. I, I, I talked about it last week But I didn't get a chance to listen to it His project cool. Again his project is called While the World is Burning This is very fucking fire St. John so, yeah fuck so, with him. so shout out to St. John And um Yeah man I think that's it bro I uh I'll be working on a playlist Trying to keep my motherfucking sanity together And uh I mean that's it man Wear your fucking mask 
excuse me, I did that too early. Uh, in the meantime, in the between time, follow the show on everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at Ivy's Tico on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow Embrace Naturally on IG for your hair care needs. You can follow the dojo on IG at the dojo jc for your recording needs make sure y'all like rate review subscribe tell a friend or tell a motherfucking friend and um and juicy j the hustle continues i haven't listened to that yet did you listen to that yeah you like that fire i have to check I'll that fuck shit with juicy j i fuck with juicy j too juicy j is he actually said he want to do a versus with pharrell mm. that would be interesting mm-hmm. that would be very fucking mm-hmm. interesting because real quick i want to see more people do it that I appreciate coming out. Like I want to see like just Blaze and fucking versus somebody else. Yeah, and and I think when he I saw that online, I saw a lot of comments like, "What you mean, Juicy J? He da 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 da. You motherfuckers don't. Y'all not going. I'm not going to allow y'all to disrespect Three Six Mafia on my watch. That shit is not, not on my watch either. I'm bumping it right now. Yeah, we, we not going to allow that. Okay. Yeah, Pharrell has happy, but motherfucking Juicy J may sipping on Scissor, nigga. Sit down. <laughs> like y'all not y'all gonna talk to that man with some fucking respect. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? But I, that's thank you for reminding me. I gotta listen to that project. So shout out to Juicy J. Shout out to Three Six Mafia. I do want him to be in the verses. So hopefully that can happen. And um, where was I at? Um, patience for the stress. Cause everyone's saying they're trying to be better. They're trying to be more patient, but. To have patience is to know you need to be patient. Because it's not just going to come to you. This shit is a marathon, not a sprint, beloved. You dig what I'm saying? Wear your fucking mask. There's 90,000 cases in a day at this bitch. Shit is crazy. Wear your fucking mask. Wash your hands. And stop kissing strange women. You dig what I'm saying? We out, bro. Turn this shit off. (laughs) You sounded like Obama just now. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you wild out one day. Turn this shit off. Turn this shit off, Michelle. Barry out. <laughs> Old Beasley out. Old Breezley, do you? Mm-hmm. You can do better than that. Maybe you need to hit the dojo. Get some more practice.